Welcome to the Smart Driving Cars podcast. Thanks for tuning in once again. This edition is made possible by CARTS, the Corporation for Automated Road Transportation Safety, a 501c3 nonprofit dedicated to safe and high-quality mobility for all. I'm Fred Fishkin, along with the Faculty Chair of Autonomous Vehicle Engineering at Princeton University, Alan Kornhauser. Hi, Alan. Hey, good morning, Fred. Good morning. The cold weather's moving in, but we're all set, right? I thought... What did the groundhog do yesterday? <laughs> I think there were conflicting reports. Oh, of <laughs> course. Aren't there always? I mean, <laughs> and there's Groundhog Day all over again, right? Never mind. <laughs> right, right. So let's turn to the latest Smart Driving Cars newsletter. On top, this headline, San Francisco officials describe chaos from Cruise Waymo cars as they try to slow their rollout. This piece in the San Francisco Standard says there have been 92 incidents over a seven-month period. In one, firefighters had to smash the windows of a cruise vehicle to keep it from driving over hoses at a fire scene. The Verge also has a headline, despite mounting opposition, the Bay Area's robo-taxis keep racking up the miles. You have some thoughts here, Al? Well, yeah, I mean, it's it's so unfortunate uh, that... Uh, and in fact, you even have transit officials arguing against against a, a mobility system that, in fact, can can provide mobilities in the gaps uh, where where the transit system can't. And it's 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 kind of a shame. It, it's you know the the I, I guess they're going to me. They're going after the wrong market. Okay. And um, and as it as very as it's very well put in the first article, a quote from, you know, you know, taking it uh, uh, to take self driving uh, vehicle uh, for a selfie, is the is the objective of the of the trip. As you know, that's not what all this the investment that's been made in this has 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 been targeted towards. It's been targeted towards providing mobility high quality mobility and and because of the automation it, it could be made affordable why because at scale that automation it's a fixed cost so at scale it gets distributed over more and more which unfortunately you can't do with a human driver because a human driver you got to pay for him or her you know every trip every trip every and even when they're sitting around waiting and most of that payment is for them to sit around and wait or to ride around empty, which if you look at the at the data from the Public Utilities Commission, oh my goodness. These things these things are riding around empty most of the time. What what are they looking for? I mean, somebody to hitchhiking? I mean, as you've pointed out time and again, it's a matter of how and, and where this technology should be deployed, is being deployed. Yeah, I mean, it's one would hope that it's been developed with, with an expected return on investment, a value proposition at the end that, that, that's, that's going to pay for all the research and test. I mean, we all love to do research and testing just for the heck of it. And not really. My goodness, you know, where's the payoff? And if you're going to do whatever, you know, 
700 trips in, or whatever in, in three months. What do each one of those trips cost so that you have a return that something like paying not only the operating cost, but trying to return something on investment of the 10 years that's been put into this thing? Who? I'd hate for this to be my lemonade stand. <laughs> I'd have to take the sawhorses and the the four by eight and put it back in the in the side of the house. Give it up. Well, if you can if you can extend the, the analogy there, I guess the idea is to put the lemonade stand where people are thirsty. <laughs> yeah, I, I guess, and already don't have too much to drink. Because if they already have too much to drink, then you, then your drink has to be better than theirs. And it's not that, that you can't and you shouldn't and whatever, but this is the beginning. And unfortunately, I, I guess we're finding out you, you have to learn to crawl before you can stand, before you can walk, before you can run. Anyway, I, you know, you... To, to reach asymptotic profitability, you, you really need to be profitable along much of the trajectory. Maybe not the absolute beginning, but, you know, somehow, you know, it, 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 with everything, it's tough getting started. You know, one wonders, you know, how did Henry Ford actually really get started? You know. We've most recently watched Elon getting started over the past 15 years. And at times, you know, it wasn't pretty. And some people would say at times, even today, it's not pretty. But boy, there are some things there that, my goodness, are really beautiful. We'll be touching upon some of that in just a yeah. second. Another report, the National Safety Council is recognizing the first anniversary of the DOT's National Roadway Safety Strategy. Um, it says U.S. roads are the most dangerous they've been still in 16 years. The National Safety Council remains committed to this. I mean, the numbers since COVID, I guess we can say, right, have, have looked so bad. It's not since COVID. It's since, you know, 2012. It's been 10 years of this, you know, and, and I guess we, we all, we, we saw that the, the, the upticks 10 years ago, and basically the encouragement for, you know, bringing automation in there to try to help on the safety piece. And in fact, it can, if in fact it's left on and turned on and 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 could do because i don't know it's it's my conclusion and and i think others also that it's it's the misbehavior of drivers that lead to all this it's the driving while impaired it's the it's the speed it's the and now you know the the the, the vehicles that are being sold with with public subsidy associated with improving the environment are, you know, 
bringing back the monsters, the Hummers, the zero to 60 accelerations for exhilaration. What? I mean, it is really depressing. Or at least, you know, one would thought that it would be little priests running around. No. And then, you know, the cyber truck is going to hit us. I don't know what people are going to go. I don't know if people, I don't want to say that the drivers or cyber trucks are going, are going to misbehave even worse than everybody else. I can't wait to be going down some highway and having one of those cyber trucks running up my rear end. I'm going to, you know, I'm going to turn the flashers on my car. Get the heck away from me. Maybe. I don't know. I'm, I'm sure they'll all be nicely behaved. They won't go for the exhilaration of the acceleration 0 to 60 in 0.28 seconds or whatever the ridiculous number is. And this is this is how these things are being promoted. I don't know. I'm sorry. I, yeah, we're uh, going to get into more of that in, in, a, in a second, too, with the, with the headlines coming up. Turning over to uh, to Tesla, they've reported uh, a boost in production at the Giga Shanghai. There's some other pretty positive headlines quoted uh, on, on some websites as well that you that you link to in the uh, in the latest newsletter. Um, so things seem to be on the on the uptick after a pretty dismal last year for Tesla. Well, I don't know. I wouldn't call it dismal. In terms they, of, they, I guess, their, they beat their profitability share. expectations and and didn't meet revenue expectations. I think, to me, those are two positives. Holy mackerel, they made more money on less. Wow. You know, in a marketplace, it, yes. It, I guess what it, I meant it, was their shares were pretty beat up last year, but this, well, this year. Well, sure, the shares, well, the, the shares were, I don't know. The shares had been, had been, you know, had been way too high, probably. And they're more normal. And even, you know, if you really look, they really aren't normal. They're still high. Okay. I guess there's still people out there shorting them, thinking that they're too high. Okay, so, but, um, yeah, I mean, there was, yeah, in in 2021, there was a lot of, a lot of stuff went shoom. In 2022, ba-ba-boom. Um, whatever. Boom and bust. It's normal. And you, you have links to some more excitement from SpaceX uh, this this week, too. I mean, the- yeah, they I continue mean, on. you know, I have a, a a bunch of things linked just for fun. I guess you know when you look at some of this this AV reporting, you you know you get so depressed you have to go find something that's going to make you happy. So you might as well watch watch a a a, a Falcon Heavy launch, <laughs> and it is so neat to see the Falcon Heavy launch from from Myrtle Beach. Because you know what the heck it does. It goes up there, then it breaks off the boosters, and then somehow 
they have to they have to stop and come back <laughs> you know and when you when you're when when the, the the camera positions are just on the boosters you really don't appreciate that stop and come back <laughs> but but viewed from Myrtle Beach from a distance oh my goodness <laughs> yeah of course and then whatever <laughs> so at least but that's that's kind of easy because you know that's largely f equals ma and largely deterministic all you got to do is get the darn thing to work and you don't have fire hoses out there that you're going to run over or at least the faa and so on makes sure that you only launch when there aren't fire hoses out there so you you know it ends up being a much easier problem but and then I also put in there because I tripped over it, uh, which brought goosebumps and shudders and, and shivers to me. Was uh, you know the last uh, whatever ten minutes or so of the Apollo 11 lunar landing <laughs> in you know what real time with all the communications. <sighs> I mean, <laughs> exciting times. <laughs> that was, they were. Oh my goodness! I mean, talk about bailing wire and and, and whatever. <laughs> my goodness! Yeah. Hey, they made it. Would have been disastrous if they wouldn't if they wouldn't have. And we did have a few disasters. We had the Apollo One disaster. We had the Challenger disasters. So we've had our that share of disasters. That anniversary just passed yeah. as well so yeah. there's a press release from mercedes that you have in here announcing the u.s launch of a level three systems i guess you have a couple of comments here well no I, I i tried to not make any comments i think rod maurer in the next article makes the makes the appropriate comments i mean he is the tesla guy so of course he's not necessarily going to praise what mercedes does because he, you know, in a sense, he's his his view. I mean, he is somewhat biased towards Tesla, I guess. But you know, just listen to him, and that's my comment. And you, you have his comments uh, too. Yeah, and, I have that, uh, his video comments, comments on and, Tesla, and, right? and you know, it, it's yeah, it, it's whatever. The, this whole business of of who's responsible uh, for what happens, both in terms of safety and legality, uh, when when if, if, if you're the driver, then you're responsible. It's been made very clear. It's part of the business case of 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 the auto industry. They sell it to you, and then it's yours. Except for, you know, some flaws that they have to fix and so on and so forth. It's your responsibility to drive it safely and to drive it legally. Else you have to buy the insurance that makes up for any safety gap. And you pay the ticket if your, you know, rear light is broken. But now, 
you know, if it's the computer, if it's this thing that's doing it, then, you know, it's probably he and she who made this thing that's not responsible for both of those things. I guess. Now, is it, you know, and, and, and that system is, is the speed is, 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 is limited in the use of that system to whatever it is, uh, you know, 30 miles an hour or whatever the number is, very low number. Okay, and it's meant to really operate in stop and go congested traffic. Okay. But within that, if it lets it, you turn it on, then I guess Mercedes is responsible. I guess. You know, I haven't looked at the fine print. I haven't gotten my manual yet to read every word. But we better read every word. But certainly the implication is that they're going to take responsibility. You can sit out there and, you know, pick your nose. And we'll wait and see whether or not there's a market for that and whether or not people buy it. One's a shock that people would put $15,000 down for FSD with Tesla. A bunch of folks have. Um, I didn't see the pricing that, that Mercedes is going to make that available for. And, and we'll see if anybody puts that, you know, buys it. Because if they buy it, you have to assume that they expect to get you know, value out of it that's greater than the value of the money that they perceive, their perceived value of the money that they put on it. That's what the purchase decision is. The perceived value is greater than the perceived cost. I mean, that's the way we all operate. Sometimes we have to wonder about people's perception. What the heck were they thinking? I, I understand, but th but they did it. So we have to respect that. We'll wait and see. And, you know, and apparently, uh, you know, in only Nevada, <laughs> how many of those Mercedes spend how much time traveling at, in stop and go traffic in Nevada? <sighs> Maybe on, you know, I, whatever it is, 15 or five or whatever is outside Vegas, the Vegas Strip. But otherwise, like, I, I thought there was nobody in Nevada on roads. <laughs> but maybe, you know, what do I know? Another headline, Alan, uh, that's in the newsletter reads, UK unveils first fully autonomous bus service. And you have the word fully underscored here. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I mean... I guess if Elon's allowed to use fully in whatever sentence he wants to use fully, everybody else is allowed to use fully in whatever sentence they want. I mean, this is about as fully as as full self-driving. I mean, it, it, it has a, it has an operator, and, and, and I tried to look at what kind of service this bus is providing. It's it seems like it's conventional route schedule service. If you can get a computer to drive a vehicle 
probably the last thing you're going to do with it is is to operate it conventionally. You're not stuck to a route. You're not stuck to a schedule. Why are you stuck to a route in the first place? It's because you need a human driver. Why are you stuck to a schedule? Is because, you know, human driver won't wait, sit around and wait for you. Can't afford them. Or her. You got to pay them, whether they're moving or stopped. And whether they have people in there or not. Whereas if it's a computer, phew, does you know, I mean, and I, I don't know what the, all these vehicles of, of, of Waymo are doing running around in San Francisco empty on streets as opposed to sitting someplace and waiting. You know, the, if you look at, at, the, at, at the shared bike business in, in New York, the bikes sit there and wait for you at a location to use them. You then use them and you put them someplace where they sit there and wait for the next person. And there's somebody out there who picks them up and says, well, nobody's going to show up here. I've got to move them empty somewhere else and, and put them someplace where they can sit and wait for a person to show up and use them. Okay, the folks that are trying to do driverless should pay attention to that. Okay, because to me, that's the operating strategy. And the operating strategy to modify a little bit from that is that, you know, because these things can take more than one person, if somebody shows up to want to use one of these things, maybe it should wait a couple more minutes to see if anybody else can show up to hop on with them. Because if you really want to save the environment, the way to save the environment is to ride share. And that doesn't mean you hop in with a human driver, a la Uber and Lyft. That's not ride sharing. <laughs> that, that, it, it's called ride sharing. Just like Full self-driving is called full self-driving. Nobody, I mean, nobody really believes it is ride sharing. Right. Whoops, get myself in trouble here. <laughs> Again. So <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. You know, this isn't advanced stuff. This isn't rocket science. <sighs> and uh, another layoff story, Rivian this time, uh, laying off 6%, and the headline says again here. So as you've said, it's not easy getting a company like this going. It's not easy getting started. It's not been. I don't think it's been easy for anybody. It wasn't easy for Amazon. Look, Amazon pre two thousand was you know you know whatever. We're only going to have like three warehouses and whatever, and who it boomed and then dove I, and barely I, made it. If I recall, investors were getting pretty anxious. Hey, when are you going to show a profit, right? So. Yeah, and and whatever. <laughs> yeah, it, it's tough. And so, yes, it's it's nice looking back to those who have made it through that 
<laughs> through that initial period of getting started. Get, it's all about taking the right first step. And, and it's, it needs to be in the right direction. And you have to realize that if it's not in the right direction, that you've got to pivot. And I'm not sure the folks, I you know, maybe, I, I never mind. We've been talking about that pivot for a while. So, yeah. Right. IEEE Explorer has a headline, Data Centers on Wheels, Emissions from Computing Onboard Autonomous Vehicles. I think this is related to, uh, if, I'm, if I'm not mistaken, a report out of MIT, right? Yeah, there's a study of MIT in which, you know, somehow the, the bar on being, uh, you know, uh, creating too many emissions is 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 a data center. I don't know, maybe a data center that's creating creating bitcoins. I don't know what the heck's the value of creating a bitcoin. But whatever, let that be the the measure. And and somehow you know we're gonna we're gonna forecast. What you know, ninety-five percent penetrations of AV into <clears throat> whatever market, <clears throat> you know, and how much energy that's going to consume because of the computations that need to take place to be able to to do that, and 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 we're going to estimate that number based on current trends. I mean, what? We're at zero current trends are not letting us move very fast out of zero. Now we're going to take these current trends and extrapolate them to 95% penetration. So we're going to start at zero and we're going to look out here at the asymptotic value and say that, you know, somehow the current trends are going to let us anticipate that eventual asymptotic value, who? I don't think so. Okay, so, you know, somebody went through a modeling exercise. Yes, it's probabilistic, great. It has a bunch of scenarios, great. Are all the scenarios how they weighted? It's nice to have a bunch of scenarios, but you then have to, if you're gonna have many scenarios, somehow, are they all equal? Is there some distribution? How did one scenario get more weight than another scenario? What's the weighting among scenario? Oh, whatever. I'm sure it's in there. I, I didn't go look for it. I don't know. Whatever. <laughs> How much energy did they use to come up with something that, you know, when you get the answer, you say to yourself, so what? I don't know. At least that's what I say. I'm not, not, not sorry. I don't have an appreciation for the good work that was done, but you know, I'm sure it's good work, but I have some questions about some of the premises. Moving on Ford <laughs> Ford is boosting production of the Mustang Mach-E this year and, and lowering prices. Uh, following in Tesla's footsteps, I suppose. But there is one line in the press release that caught your eye, Alan, and you, you've already alluded to it. And that line is, 
Mustang Mach-E delivers zero to 60 thrills. Yeah. In, 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 in the sentence that they use to promote the attributes of this vehicle, the first thing they can put in that sentence is zero to 60 thrills. Now, I'm sure that went through a number of editors, a number of whatevers, a number of who knows what to make sure that that's really what they wanted to say. So if the top attribute of this vehicle, an attribute to try to get people to buy it so that they think they're going to get value out of the whatever dollars that they put in there and that value is going to be greater than the value they put in the dollars that they pay for that is zero to 60 thrills what this is an amusement ride on public roadways what the heck are you doing with with the other people on the road when you're getting your zero to 60 thrill every who knows how often Really? I think that's irresponsible. Okay? You know, the roads aren't there for the sake of zero to 60 thrills. You know? Go to Watkins Glen. And those zero to 60 thrills should only be turned on and it should be geofenced only be at Watkins Glen or on your private property. There are certainly I mean, a lot of attributes I mean, that could be promoted here that uh, that are that are worthwhile attributes. But sure, that, there, that there are attributes that, that the public sector thinks are worthwhile than this because they're giving, you know, the buyer of that some public money to help them buy it. And those attributes are not zero to 60 thrills. They're apparently because, you know, some people believe that, in fact, this is going to save the planet. Zero to 60 thrills don't save the planet. You know, I mean, I, I, hate, to be, I hate to be a downer on these things. I hate to be, I don't know. I guess I'm getting old. One more headline, Alan, uh, from the Wall Street Journal. The Justice Department is being urged to consider economic espionage charges against leaders of Too Simple, saying they have improperly transferred technology to a Chinese startup. You know, I mean, we're 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 in, you know, we're in. I don't know. A, 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 not a space race, but not a Navy race. And I, th- and I, th- I think we're in an, and, and, you know, and I guess it's important that, that at least the, the, the IP that is generated here stays here and or is properly compensated for. I guess that's what this is about. 
So, uh, yeah, I, and, you know, it's not that too simple is, is you know, it needs some too simple. <laughs> it needs some simple to, they, they need some help right now. Otherwise, they're going to disappear. And this doesn't help. No, it can't. On that note, Alan, uh, we want to thank uh, CARTS, uh, the Corporation for Automated Road Transportation Safety, for helping to make this podcast possible. CARTS is a 501c3 nonprofit dedicated to safe and high-quality mobility for all. You can find us at smartdrivingcar.com, also on Anchor FM, Spotify, TuneIn, Apple, Amazon, Google, Spreaker, wherever you turn to for podcasts. Smart speakers can play us, too. You can find my tech reports at textination.com. I'm Fred Fishkin, along with Alan Kornhauser. Thank you for listening or watching. Have a great weekend. Stay safe. Sorry, I wasn't very upbeat, except for, you know, you, you have to watch the SpaceX uh, videos and the NASA videos. I mean, maybe it'll bring a smile and happiness to your face.